Hi, everybody, and welcome to Two Wise Women Talking. My name is Shira Khan. Hi, everyone. This is Diana Zahir. I'm so happy to be here with you and with Shira. We've been together for 30 years as friends and students and teachers. We're so excited to talk about the mystery and the path and this present moment. So let's get started. privilege right now to bring our attention to the energy of safety, to bring our attention to our breath and to inner quiet. This is one of my most favorite things to do when I'm alone with myself or I'm with my students. So let's all do that together for a moment. I want you to get comfortable in whatever way feels right to your body. I want you to feel the chair or the bed underneath you. Its only reason for existing in form right now is to support you, to hold you, to show you that right now in this present moment, you are safe. We don't need to believe that with our minds, but we want to check that out with our bodies. What if that's true? I want to invite you to put your left hand on your heart center and your right hand on your belly. And to notice your breath. Don't need to change anything. The simple awareness of our breath can invite it to soften, to spread out, to take up a little more space, to travel into the nooks and crannies where it needs to go. I want you to notice the experience of having a body right now, a body that's safe body that feels the cushion against it, body that is in quiet, a body that can feel gravity, simple, safe existence. And as we begin our podcast today, Feel free to stay in this zone with yourself. Whatever feels helpful can let that information come toward you. Or if you would rather just stay with this simple quiet inside of you, outside of you, wherever you locate it, I'd like you to do that. So today we talk about safety, Shira. 
Yes. This is very sacred territory anytime mm-hmm. for years and years and years of being with people and supporting them. But we can feel the immediacy of it right now and during the last few years on the planet. There's so many reasons why people may be feeling unsafe. Yeah. And we want to hold all of those and welcome them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I'm appreciating about this teaching right now is that when we're feeling unsafe, sometimes we fight with ourselves that we should be feeling differently. Mm-hmm. We argue with ourselves about um, what we need in and want to ask for in order to be safe or just the desire to be safe. So um, what we're, what we're doing right now is making space for if a person listening doesn't feel safe to just allow that and be with that and know that we get it. And that's what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Which we're going to talk about more, but that that is the deepest level of reality that the life force does care about that moment for us. And there is a natural response from that life force to want to be with us and Mm -hmm. hold it and care for it and offer that kind of companionship that we may not have right now with whatever we're facing or feeling uh, worried about. But often historically, we were very alone with whatever we were going through that was either scary or overwhelming or caused us to not know what to do. That aloneness is a key component here it helps explain why this is so difficult. Mm-hmm. We're used to being alone with it. Mm-hmm. We're offering a chance for people to be with us and with themselves. If yeah, that's about what we can them. learn. That's what we can learn to do. So we make it a little more safe by accepting that we don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those teachings about the truth, right? The truth has its own energy. The truth will set us free. If I can be here with the truth and it's friendly and it's safe to be with the truth, even if the truth is really scary, I don't feel so alone. Yeah. And there can be a relaxation in our hearts and in our nervous system. Even if we're talking about a conflict in the world or a disease that is doing things we can't predict or our economic situation is so impossible, all of those things are real world issues or they may trigger historical issues that we haven't come into some peace with yet doesn't matter what the topic is from the perspective of healing from the perspective of our lives these topics are very important and essential that we get support 
but from this place of how we hold things internally, this idea of internal or inner safety, it is the same practice. It's the same learning to be with safely, gently, with curiosity, with compassion. It's also such a gift to be introduced to the idea of safety, especially for those of us who didn't have it growing up. Yeah. I really want to encourage everybody to feel into whatever came up for them in that short safety meditation and to appreciate how courageous it is to feel that. It takes a lot of courage to go into a part of us that we may not have spent that much time with since we grew up feeling unsafe a lot of the time. That's a great point. So some people may feel sensations of calmness and a quiet mind. Um, During the meditation, I felt solidity and simplicity. So I invite people to note what sensations you had along those lines. And for some people, just the act of turning inward can bring in a protective part of the psyche that doesn't allow us to drop in fully and doesn't allow us to feel safe. Yeah, we need to name that, don't we? Yeah, we do. So um, this unsafe part, Diana and I teach about this a lot, and we're going to be teaching in detail about it in a future podcast. But for, for today, let's just say what it is so that people can recognize it mm-hmm. and begin to um, see it not just as a phenomenon that takes over, but as something that happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. So what Diana calls the critical voice, I talk about in my teaching as the inner critic, Freud identified this part of the psyche as the superego. So we may hear all three names. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the superego was designed to, to help us survive and to help us feel safe. But what happens is it, it's, it, it stays loud even when it doesn't need to. So the superego works through the nervous system. They work together. And when the nervous system is triggered, the superego gets big and loud. But that alert system wasn't meant to stay on. Yet it does if you if you have repeated dangerous experiences when you grow up. Then you go into adulthood and the superego in being big and loud, it could take the form of attacks and put downs and disparagement that actually make you feel bad and make you feel scared. So it's like a protective system gone awry. So we we want to name that now while we're talking about safety. We're about to to delve into safety more, but we wanted you to know that there's this, this thing that also happens that we can learn about. Yeah, that's really helpful. And people might feel that today when we're talking about safety, your critical voice might be hovering. Yeah. 
So to teach a little bit more about what we're saying about safety as regards the critical voice, I, I want to make a distinction to, to make it clear that sometimes when the critical voice is big and it has our nervous system triggered into a fight, flight, or freeze response, it's doing that out of proportion to what's happening in real life. And that's when we come in and we use our compassion and our understanding to see if there's a piece of our historical trauma or one of ourselves, our inner children, that's needing to have a, a corrective emotional experience to be embraced, to be loved, so that part can be integrated into who we are. Other times, the fight, flight, or freeze response is to help us take action. It's, it's a physical response where uh, the systems that take a long time for our body to do, like digestion, shut down so we can run, so we can take action. Um, and what I want to invite people into is to start to notice well, which form of helping myself and taking action do I need to take? Is this something historical that, that needs compassion? Or is this something that I need to take care of in my current life, in the current moment? And that being compassion would be taking action uh, right now. Like for you, when you installed the alarm system in, in your house, that was the compassionate action that you needed to take. In, in present time. I think what's emerging for me is um, how much sometimes people shoot from the hip with the fight, flight, or freeze response, and they let the reality of it take over. And then it hurt, it can hurt them or others. Other times they we fight ourselves not to to to, to not pay attention to it and to dismiss it. So to, to bring in, well, let's let's start to make space for this response. And um, use the best parts of ourselves, the best part of ourselves to decide what's the most compassionate action that, that I can take right now. So helpful to see both parts of that experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to know which one's driving the car especially when things are happening in an intense way on the planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of mixed in together. That's true. Yeah. So one hallmark of the, the maladaptive aspect of when there's a prolonged fight, flight or freeze is if there's disparagement, fault finding, blaming, putting down of yourself or of another person. Mm. That in the presence of, of something that needs to be taken care of in the moment, um, there can be an absence of the, the disparagement aspect mm -hmm. of it. So that's one thing. That's why we call it a critical voice. Mm -hmm. um, when the superego is too big, it gets critical. Right. But when it's the right size and it's your body telling you something, that's really valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hearing sirens go off in my neighborhood. That's so oh, wild. That's happening right now. How to know if it's a real siren or it's a mm -hmm. historical siren. Does it even matter? 
from the level of healing. Mm-hmm. Either way, this, we need to attend to it. Yeah, either way, it matters. Either way, right. it's really important. And I think you and I were talking about this practice, this way of being kind to ourselves where we can have an inquiry. You know, what would help me feel safe right now? Mm-hmm. What's a kind action toward me right now? Or even looking at our witnessing or um, observing how do I know I'm safe right now? Am I safe right now? Is there a way I can bring that question into my consciousness? It's really courageous to do that, but Mm -hmm. it can be very soothing and as simple as there's no siren sound right now. Mm -hmm. I know I'm safe. It's quiet in my neighborhood or my room is quiet and I only hear the ticking of the clock on the wall. Or my dog is asleep on the carpet and I know I'm safe because if something were wrong, he'd be up barking. Mm-hmm. So my we cat look for those just, reality checks, right? So my I have a new cat and she mm-hmm. we think she's a bodhisattva that mm-hmm. she um, came only to bring joy and compassion to to people that she had a choice whether or not to to be um, coming back in this lifetime. And she just came in the room now mm-hmm. and she's just being her animal self. And she's, she's such a sign. I feel so safe when she's around. Mm-hmm. It's good timing. Exactly. We start to connect these little dots and they may not feel that significant in our mind, but it's the internal experience. If I notice mm-hmm. here comes my cat, or here's my dog. And when I feel the warmth of my cat or I feel the relaxation of my dog, what happens inside of me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not discounting anything that's happening in our environment or in the world. It's part of our innate intelligence to pay attention. But we're also learning to pay attention to what's going on inside but in this way where the tone toward myself is, I care about you. I care mm-hmm. about what's happening for you. Even if it's not reality, I yeah. care about it. That's where I begin. Yes. Yeah. That's the starting place. And I'm warm. And I'm curious. And maybe the wisdom is there too, or maybe it comes in later. Where from my experience, I know change is the constant. Mm. Everything is changing all the time. We're born, we grow, we develop, the seasons change. All of these things. And some of these changes are really hard. But change is what operates on this planet in terms of functioning. Similarly, If I start with something inside of me and it's uncomfortable and that's really hard to hang out with, but there's a wisdom in me that knows this too is going to shift. We are in a body and we have all these things that are in form, but what's happening all the time is shifting movement. Mm. If I don't fight that, I will start flowing and maybe Mm -hmm. I'm flowing and there's anger or maybe I'm flowing and there's tears 
or maybe I'm flowing and I'm cold and tight because I'm afraid, but I'm also remembering the nature of what's happening here is movement and change. Again, we go back to the truth has its own energy. We I'm, aren't solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what were you going to say? I just said um, <clears throat> something I've enjoyed about our friendship for the full 30 years of it. And mm-hmm. what I enjoy about being with you, and I know your clients enjoy about being with you, is just hearing you speak about this. Some people will call it a faith or a connection or a surrender uh, to essence, or you could call it the universe or the beyond, as that's coming through your individual soul moment to moment. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, we're talking about that that can include fight, flight, or freeze sometimes. It can include anything. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that has to be rejected or pushed away. This warmth, this care, it cares about every single little thing. Hmm. Knowing that that too is going to move. Yeah. But we're not saying, hi, when are you going to move? It's like, hi, let me hold you right. for as long as you need to be held. And I'm here with you. And maybe this is a hard moment, but I'm still here. And that's the energy we want to generate out to everybody in this podcast. And maybe we'll explore this topic further. That because of how you and I are with ourselves and in our friendship and in our teachings, this is real. This is not some cool thing that people could do. This is actually how I live every day i know this to be true and i i hope we can give people a taste of that that no matter how difficult this moment is that you might be going through if you can hold on to the coattails of this somehow it is going to shift yeah it will there's more going on than that and it really matters. Yeah. I want to bring in the tool of breath right now. A few minutes ago, you were, you were when we were talking about the dog and I was talking about the cat mm-hmm. and um, those are, that's a mindfulness technique to focus on things that are um, happening in your environment that you can land, land on and land with. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted, I want to bring in the simple act of breath. Mm-hmm. We can talk about breath from the perspective of it helps reduce anxiety. We can talk about it from the perspective of um, it helps us feel our own, our own presence. I'm thinking of breath now as allowing that in your body allows, it it makes space for you to be you and to, and to, and to take up the, the space that you're in. And it's, sometimes when so many other things are falling apart, you're still breathing. That's right. You can still breathe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's grounding. It's a placement somehow. Mm -hmm. It's a kind of sacredness to just remember, okay, all this is true. And here's my breath. Right. 
where all this is true and I feel my body in the chair. Mm -hmm. And I can come back to that. I can come back to me. I can back to the breath. Yeah. Yeah. Many things are true at the same time and they're not fighting. But there's a way we're bringing in those few breaths. Here's what's going on. And here's my breath. Mm -hmm. Anything that helps us feel held doesn't matter what it is, and it might keep changing. Here's what's happening. I'm here. The breath is here. The sound of someone's voice. The sound of water. Looking at the trees. It's such a mystery to be a human. And Mm -hmm. it's all available to encounter if we're inviting our awareness to register many things at the same time. It's kind to do that. Yeah. I think this is one of the gifts of a safety experience that we're sharing today. And we'll be sharing many more. But to keep it simple right now, to keep it simple and kind and inclusive is our main takeaway today. Yes, and the piece about even trusting if you are not feeling safe as part of your process, as part of you being human, mm-hmm. and that and that that's um, it will it will at some point shift into something else. And in the meantime, it just is what's happening. And you have company here for it. More to come on this topic and many others. I'm so glad we got to do this today. Yes. And I want to thank all of the listeners for engaging with us. And with this material. Have a beautiful day and a beautiful night, everybody. And be sure to enjoy your closeness with yourself and with everything you love. Bye for now. See you next time.